Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of the Tobacco Pipe. Uh, excited to be here after taking a week off. Um, but yeah, we're uh, we're here and we're happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> it was well the last time. The, <laughs> the last time it was fun when we were all down here in the studio because, uh, as we talked about, that was the first time that everybody was together at once. Like I with, know. like with Sith and Hank's edition and all that, it was it was very the the memory that I kept or not the memory, but the thought that I kept having was just imagine being able to do this on a weekly basis with everybody. Yeah, if, if we could do it like multiple, like if we all had that free time where we could do it multiple well, times, how fun it would be! Everyone just needs to move to Wheeling. Who wouldn't want to live in Wheeling, dude? I didn't even realize that that was like the thing until after you guys were done i just didn't click in my head that everyone was here yeah but that's me i'm a dummy no it's but it it was it was fun it's uh it's always nice to see everybody and it's just it's like those that escape thing that we always talk about but uh yeah we got a guest here john so you can go ahead and intro it out the uh lovely ecstatic eccentric Fiery Leo Zodiac sign, Devin Bailey. <laughs> fiery. That's wow, awesome. what an intro. <laughs> the fiery. Yeah. I'm just going to call it start. That's your new nickname. You're just, just a fiery to ass of, like, a bunch of uh, adjectives. I mean, I am. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. It can be dangerous sometimes. Yeah. Very dangerous. But we can start off the top as what we were just talking about of the... The sex trafficking stuff. Oh, so three days ago in Georgia, they found 39 children in Georgia in a double wide trailer, and all of them were being sex trafficked. Yeah, it's fucked up. What's so wild, like, I know <coughs> this sounds in the dark and things like that. But, I mean, when you're younger, you obviously don't know this. But I guess I never realized how bad sex trafficking actually really was. I think, like, uh, in America, like, it still happens, but you don't see it as often as other countries. So we kind of, like, I don't don't know about, like, forget about it or just, like, forget it's there. But, like, it's definitely real. I think you boys forget about it because you're males, not females. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's a good point. My 2013 or so, there was a lot of um, females and mothers that were being followed to their cars in the St. Clairsville and the Highlands Walmart of people trying to kidnap them. And that happened to like a friend of uh, me and a friend at Walmart. We were walking around and, you know, me, I didn't notice that people looking at us, but there were two guys following us around. Like, so we noticed it and started to see if they followed us, and they did. And because we noticed it, we made a scene. How old were you? 19. Damn. Yeah. See, I hate to say it, but as as, she's right, like as guys, sometimes in, in perspectives, like I just don't think or worry about those things. And it's wild that you said that because my mom had a similar story uh, probably last year, maybe two years ago, but I want to say it was at least last year. She was just in Kroger. I feel like lately I've been hearing a lot more stories about. I definitely agree with the whole being male thing. You don't think about as much, but 
because you don't see it. But yeah. um, no, I feel like I have been like hearing about it a lot more I, recently, which is wild. And this is I so, don't know why. Well, I this is my theory is I think at least before there was nothing really else going on, and it was all either politics or coronavirus. Yeah. So everybody was just trying to like you know, catch up on everything that wasn't related to that stuff because it, it wears you down. And, you know, I've learned, I mean, the whole Epstein thing to me still is just insane. Yeah. And, like, I feel like maybe, uh, like, even though, like, we're hearing about it more now, maybe, like, it's going, it's happening at the same rate. But since, like, everything going on right now, maybe they're just, like, didn't want to talk about before. Now they're uh, running out of things to talk about because of COVID and whatnot. And that's, like, pretty much the only things going on right now. Well, the woman that Kim Kardashian helped get out of jail, she was a prostitute, um, sex for hire, but once she started, she was forced into it by 13 years old. Okay? Yeah. And she killed one of the guys that, you know, her pimp tired or however that works. And she got a life sentence. And Kim Kardashian was like, you know, obviously she didn't want to be having sex with these men at 13 years old. She didn't even get all the money from it. Most of yeah. it went to her pimp. So helping her get out of jail is obviously the right thing to do. She needed help. She didn't need to be put in jail. Right. That's been going on for years. And, like, the the sad part is being in jail is probably, like, a better lifestyle than having to do that shit, really. Um, and that's, like, another thing you hear about a lot is, like, fucked up parents. Like, so, like drug addict parents just, like, broke or whatever, uh, selling their young daughters into sex slavery and that's why it's sad too like with exactly what you're just saying that's you don't want to say it's like a like a family tradition but some people just grow up in those environments it's normalized yeah yeah, so it's it's a normalized lifestyle it's just it's very very scary and it makes me feel bad and like I was saying my mom was at Kroger and she was inside and she was noticing there was a bunch of bunch of dudes in there just acting weird, yeah. like real weird. And when she walked outside, there was a weird dude that was standing like by the pole. And as she was walking to her car and got in her car, she locked it real quick. And like some dude tried to walk up and like I'm pretty sure tried to open the door. What the fuck? And dude, and that that's it. It's at Kroger. Like, they were probably like spotters inside. That's what I'm saying. For real. It, it's it it seemed like it was a crew of you don't want to yeah you don't want to call them professionals, but that's what they now, are. Now I think they're having women them. that they have sex trafficked. Say I get sex trafficked. And they're like, all right, now we have have you under mind control. You're going to help us get more women so you stop getting raped. Okay? So now in Columbus, there's women yeah. going into the women's restrooms like Applebee's and stuff like that and putting fentanyl on the toilet seat so that she'll come in, like she'll see a woman go in by herself and sit down or whatever. And she'll be, 
the one woman who's like brainwashed and trying to help get women out of there, she'll walk in and sometimes she'll pretend like start crying and be like, I need help. I need help. So then you are obviously weakened from that fentanyl being seeping through your skin. And you're like, oh, honey, what do you need? And you kind of pass out and she helps take you to the SUV outside. Wait, so is that how like drugs like that work? You well, not fent- all. Fe- no. I mean, it's like a liquid <clears throat> form. So fentanyl, like yeah, like it's like the strongest painkiller you can get. Yeah, and mo- one of its most common forms, uh, they give it to old people in hospitals. It is in liquid form, but another uh, like for IVs. But there's another form of it where it's like like patches, like nicotine patches. Okay, uh, where you literally just stick it on you and it goes through your skin. So, yeah, fentanyl could do that, and that shit will put you in a daze. Especially if you've never done dr- a single drug in your life. Seriously. It literally make you pass out. I, I just feel like the combination of nobody being able to leave their homes, the news that was on TV that everybody was trying to get away from, and how active people were at trying to find knowledge to... Um, fill their brains up with I think it's exposed like a lot of terrible things that actually happen on a daily basis throughout this world but country for us and it it, like it's just it's it's like it's sad it's like demoralizing like you hear all this stuff where obviously everybody you want to go out every day and you want to seize the day and you want to dominate the day I, I get that but then you know sometimes in certain situations, it just feels like regardless what you do and how you attack that problem, you're it, it, nothing's ever going to get better because it's like you always hear all this news about everything and it's it's sad. Well, I, I was kind of just saying the same same thing, like what you were just saying, um, like why we'd be hearing about a little more now, like with COVID going on. You can only talk about covid so much you can only talk about the rioting so much and i think that's why they need more what's the like drastic stories that now you're hearing about this stuff more yeah and it's just like opening people's eyes a little bit but we were talking about that cdc report and about how not the what was it like 94 percent of the people that passed away a lot of it was from those underlying health conditions which yeah. In my opinion, people are going to get mad because they're going to be like, oh, well, then why have we been locked up this long, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's a good thing. That's a win. Like, I take that as a positivity thing. That just changes my mindset in a fact of, okay, you know, I just got to take care of myself a little more. That's the way that I looked at it because I have had bad asthma, and I know it's all still there. So that's why I'm hesitant on it because I never had the healthiest lungs growing up anyways. But yeah. but for I I don't know I I think I don't know I just think that's a good thing I guess. So neither of you are in the medical field, but did you know that? <laughs> no facts. Yeah, that's <laughs> can tr- concur. That's true. Say that can concur. Our great great grandmother gets diagnosed with the flu, and she's obviously elderly. She has obvious some underlying conditions. Say she goes into the ER because she has the flu and she can't get rid of it. So they say, all right. We're going to bring you in for a couple days, help get you better. But says she, po- but say, unfortunately, she passes away. Do you think they say cause of death, flu, or cause of death, 
body failure, heart, diabetes, old age. What do you think they say? Well, I'm I, I what I think if that was the, why she came in the hospital. I think they're saying the reason she came in. That that's what I would agree with John solely because I know hospitals were getting kickbacks for doing that too. Okay, so wrong. Oh. Uh. Huh. <laughs> the flu. Once again, have, we're not in the medical field. <laughs> so say you have the flu and you go in and you they say die of complications of old age or whatever. So the thing with COVID was if you came in with COVID and you got hospitalized and you died because of underlying health issues like asthma, old age, diabetes, hospitals were getting more money to yeah. say you died from COVID versus you died from your underlying issue. So uh, every single hospital in the United States was saying, died from COVID. Yeah. And now the CDC is saying, mm, you can't say that because you wouldn't say that with the flu. Well, that's why and, I, my answer was what it was because And the other thing going. is, Me too. is the government going to start asking the hospital back for all that money? Because the hospital's not going to give it to them. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't, this whole money situation and everything is, is so confusing to me because in some states there's still limited work going on and prices just are just going to keep skyrocketing. I know we might not see it now. It's fucking bullshit. Like what grocery stores and and whatnot did like in people's time of need, they're just going to jack everything up. Like, fuck you. I, I feel like that should be, like, illegal. For real. For I mean, people obviously aren't working as much. Um, I Like, it's just, I don't know, it's just fucked up. The other thing is, a lot of people were mad that people were getting that $600. Okay, so. Not me. <laughs> when COVID hit and I finally got unemployment, it took me a month and a half to get unemployment. So that was a month and a half of making $0 at work and still having bills, still having to eat, and I got zero money. And the government did give me my money after a month and a half. But the money that I made with the extra corona relief was what was what I would have made if I worked that week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like I was getting extra money. I was getting what I made. And yeah. at the same time, I wait tables, so I make... More than what the government knows, but if I would have just been working at Walmart for nine, ten dollars an hour, I might have got a little bit more money. But that's the problem. Why are they only making eight or nine dollars when the guy, the CEO, or whoever owns Amazon, became an eight billion dollar figure, and his workers working in the factory sometimes can't can't make ends meet? Like there's something Dude, wrong I saw, there. I saw a tweet today. It was actually kind of like I wonder if it interesting. You. You might have seen. I it. hope it's exactly. It what was, I was like a say. suggested thing in my notifications. It was, let's have a reality TV series. Okay, this isn't it, but I'm excited a, to hear it. Was, it was uh, some random girl was like, think of this reality TV series. You take uh, any random billion current billionaire, and for a month they have to live off of what their lowest income employee makes. That would be an interesting show, and I don't want to hate on billionaires because a lot of them... Uh, they worked there to get that. Yeah, but. a lot of them did, but there's also a lot that is just generational wealth. So I think they would struggle with it, but 
a lot of them already have been through it, so it wouldn't be that bad. But I do think that would be an interesting show. Um, but even with that said, a lot of them, I feel like, still would make good money because they know how to brainstorm, invest, and whatnot to flip, like turn that not ten, eleven dollars an hour into more money for themselves. They're just really, really smart. Well, I didn't fact check this, and I could, I could butcher this, but it's. I, I was going I was going through Instagram stories and I saw it on V's Instagram story. I believe it was the gentleman that owns the um, Stradwick Fade Cave. I believe it was okay. his post or tweet, I yeah. think. And it was something to do with, okay, so take one human that let's just pretend one human's been here the whole time since America started. And, yeah. he, and he made like, I believe it was $10,000 a day. And then it was up until um, someday last week, I believe. If he lived all those days doing the same thing, he still wouldn't be a billionaire yet. Wait, explain that timeline again. So it's like from the, I believe it was like 18-something, when I think it was when New York State was created or something. Okay, so okay, okay. one time in the 1800s, let's just pretend there's a dude that has been here the whole time and he's yeah. still here. Okay. But he was making $10,000 a day every year he was on this earth. Like I said, I didn't fact check it. I could be butchering every, this. Every day every he was day. on this earth. He still right now would not be a billionaire. Huh. Which, like I said, I didn't fact check it. Well, I'm going to do some math Yeah, here. do some math. Let's... Um, do, I'm just going to say for was, one year, job 365. Any job. It, it was just like a flat rate. Let's just, it was just a scenario. Well, it, it's, it's to put in perspective on how much money a billion dollars actually is. If, if you made 10000 a day just in one year, you would have $3,650,000. A billion dollars is a lot of fucking money. So, so okay, so you said just in one. That's one year, Three point six five million dollars so do do times 300 times 300 years yeah okay. 300 is that over uh, a billion yeah okay it's so one bill just one billion one billion nine ninety five million dollars Okay, so, so I mean, so it was barely made it. It was something to do with that. Maybe, maybe, it, maybe it, it was Monday through Friday. It wouldn't be a full three hundred year. If it was like mid or late eighteen uh, hundreds, it wouldn't have been three hundred years yet. It would have to be uh, the year eighteen hundred to nineteen hundred. That would be a hundred years. Then to two thousand, that's another. That's only okay. So maybe it's okay. only two hundred years. So it was correct. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So to put it in perspective, that's absolutely crazy and fascinating. That I don't even realize how much a billion dollars really is until you put it on paper, and then to yeah. think that Jeff Bezos has made like a hundred seventy-eight billion just this year, in, or no, or his net worth. I apologize. Yeah, just this year. That's crazy to me. In two hundred years, you would have. Seven hundred and thirty million dollars. Which don't that don't get me wrong, that's a shit ton of money. But it does put into perspective. It takes a lot to get a billion dollars. I mean a a billion dollars is <laughs> nine hundred and ninety nine million plus another million dollars. I, I mean that's just fucking 
That's insane. I can't even imagine the having Amazon that much money. Guy, I think became like eight billion richer during COVID. Yeah, it, well, like he, eight. He definitely billion. made a lot of money, which is insane. Yeah, but but then like that's a lot of people ordering shit. And and you know, I've always been an advocate, and I've said it even on all these podcasts, defending them, saying that you know they made their money. Yada yada, but but then I look at it when you put it in perspective like that with numbers. Just imagine if they gave like, if he gave one billion of that every f- five to ten years, how much it would help people? And it, it, like, wouldn't or hurt. even giving a billion of that to college students in their doctoral programs exactly. to study the coronavirus? Exactly. I mean, Not even necessarily for people to get rich and wealthy, but. To help them study, like half the kids who are really smart don't have enough money to send themselves to school. So while they're in school helping, let alone fight like the coronavirus, masters, they're going programs. in thousands of dollars of debt, and he could help. I mean, no. it's tens of th- hundreds of thousands when you get into like master's programs and like doctorates and stuff. I mean, to go to school to be a school psychologist in West Virginia for three years. Would have put me in eighty thousand dollars of debt or more. It's, it's crazy, nuts. and I like I've known people that have owed like three hundred grand just in student loan debts. Like you'll be paying that back for half your lifetime. Yeah, I mean I don't know numbers, but I know Brady's in debt from going to pharmacy school. I yeah. remember talking to PJ about law school, and they'll make it back. Don't get yeah. me wrong; they'll pay it off. But it's just it it's just such a weird concept that you have to pay all this money to learn all this stuff so then when you get put in the real world you're already set back before you can even start it's like it's it's like it's just another way for the man in quotes the man to make even more money like it's like they they own like you and your career for until you can pay them back and i it is like just like it's another monthly payment. Yeah, yeah. What? what a, but it still sucks. I, I mean, what sucks about it is the interest. Yep. Yeah. That's where they get you is the freaking interest. Yep. I <sighs> paying back the forty grand after you get out, you're like, okay, cool. But then, uh, piling the interest upon that, that's like ninety thousand by mean, the time you pay it back at in interest. Few years of payments just. Because of interest. And I hate to always bash college because you do need to look. There are things that you do need to go to school for to learn. Yeah. But when you come out of college, it's not like you're set up for your career or your job. No. So you you have all this debt that you're already carrying in on your back. And then you have to luckily, hopefully find a job where you want to live. And yeah. then if you can't find one... In you, your field. Exactly. And if you can't find one, you either wait around or you have to move across the country. Oh, yeah. there There's, like, unlimited amount of people where, like... I mean, they, they spend all this money on school. And most of the time... Or not most... A, a lot of them don't even end up working in that field because they can't find any jobs in it. And I, it's and crazy. And ended up struggling to pay all that shit back. Um, and I'll be the first to say college is not for everyone. It wasn't for me. I um, No, I, I I truly agree with that I, statement. I tried to just, like, hammer through it just because, like, it was, like, the right thing to do. Um, 
you know, I, re- I regret it. I wish I would have never went, for real. Um, I just never was a school person. And I, it's completely okay to not be a school person. It's just, like I said, it's just really not for everyone. And you can still have a plenty, plenty successful, happy life without college. I, I mean, I know an unlimited amount of people like that. Yeah. More people need to normalize... If you if you're not set on a certain career path right after college, normalize staying at home, getting a job and being a part time student at a community college. So, you know, you get your basics out of the way and you can talk to some professors that have had a job in different fields and be like, you know, I've been thinking about this. or I've been thinking about that and shadowing someone for a day because. Right now with the high school, the way high school works they're trying to get you to pass a certain test so that their high school can get a certain amount of money, and yep. and that's it. They're not worried. They want you to pass that test, and then after you're graduated from high school, they they don't really care. But what's wild is what you just said there sounds so logical. When, it, when it's said out loud, it sounds like the smartest and the most right thing to do, and you just said the word normalize. Unfortunately... It's normal for people to assume judgment to think that if they didn't go to college or if they didn't do this, all oh, they must be stupid or they must. Yeah. And, and that's just that's just not true. And that's that's one of the biggest problems with this whole fucking country is everybody has these stigmas or stereotypes yeah. about certain things. And if you decide to go against the grain, it's like you're looked at as an outcast when in reality it that might just fit your lifestyle. Yeah. Not everybody's the same. That's why I went to college because, like, it's like looked about, yeah, looked down upon not to. It, I mean, I wish I would have realized at a younger age, like, it's not wrong at all. But no. I mean, I, I, lessons learned, you live and keep going, whatever. Well, um, and now we have all these resources like. YouTube and the internet yeah. and all that to where if you wanted to really learn something, you could find videos and things like that. But imagine, like, it's this is how how wild the world's changed. Imagine if in 2011, when we graduated high school, I told somebody that I was just going to try to stay home, learn everything that I needed to learn on the internet, maybe yeah. take some classes here and there, and then get a job. Imagine how everybody would have i mean i can think it how People's everybody would have looked would be like what the fuck's wrong with this exactly kid? your job that you have now did they did they ask you for your diploma no or they just said all right cool you graduated we believe you Lit- yeah. literally that's what, when i worked at the radio station they said oh cool you have a bachelor's they didn't check it they didn't even ask for my diploma they just said on the resume cool now i, I don't want to sound like it's uh like a bad thing no and like uh we're just talking perspectives yeah and diplomas can help in a lot of senses i'm just trying to say like you don't need them um and like she was talking about community college community colleges get a bad rap they're bashed on for no reason why and uh, it's because it's not like the cool thing but how but like i wonder who started that or how that got who started? Who's it's who's like making people, the most money from you going like, to a national college? Like you, it's like people are just like, oh, they're a bum. They have to go to community college. Like, wh- okay, like that makes no sense. And that that is really the stigma too. Yeah. 
It yeah. really is. Unfortunately, I don't believe that. I know we all don't believe that. Yeah. But there are people out in this world that if you said, oh, I just decided to stay home, work, and go to community college, that it's instant judgment, and I will never understand yeah. it. And, like, like, just from personal experience, like, I, I went to welding school at Northern, and, like, it's funny. Like, you could see it in people's faces, like, uh, telling them, uh, I go to Northern. You could see it in their faces, like, uh, like basically, like, I don't know what the word, like, how to explain it, but, like, people are, like, you can just see in their face, like, they're judging you, like. It's an unconscious. Like failure or something. Unconscious judgment. They yeah, don't even realize yeah, they're yeah. doing it. Yeah. I have a bachelor's in psychology that cost me $30,000, and in the. Ohio Valley area, the most I will make is $13, $14. I can get benefits and insurance, so take that down to like 9 or 10 I hope you mean an hour. Yes. Okay. So I just got word. You no, said 13 or 14 I was like, how are you going to live off that for the year? An hour. Okay. So take that down a couple dollars. No, it would go up if you if you get benefits because no. like if you're no, getting benefits. No, you pay from that. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, you, they make you pay, you pay from, from your wage. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay, it works differently. So. But. Ten dollars or so I'm making, and so I have a bachelor's. And people looked at me crazy when I said I'm going back to get an associate's in radiography. Do you know what I'm starting out with at radiography? At least twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, I was going to say not twenty. More. Yeah, yeah. It's Reynolds nuts. will pay their part time and full time around twenty two to twenty five, somewhere around that, and you pay your benefits out of there. That is. $10 more for an associate's that I paid under $10,000 for versus a psychology degree. Granted, nobody can take away what I learned, yeah. and that's the only thing that is has kept me not angry about spending okay that much money. It. You know what I mean? Because I, I gained a lot of money. I gained a lot of knowledge, and I lost a lot of money, but... I'm just I know more than other people that didn't spend that, didn't have that, which I'm thankful for. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But it just blows my mind that I, I will be making more with an associate's than I would be making with a bachelor's. It's and like I said, if I went into mm -hmm. a master's degree, so thirty thousand plus eighty thousand is a hundred and ten. Plus, add living costs because when you're in your master's, you're not supposed to have a job. So I need to get another loan to pay for all my schooling. I mean, for my housing and food. So, and I'm not making much more than a teacher because I would have been a school psychologist. Yeah. How 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 does that financially ever work out? I I just I, I don't know. I I don't, and it 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 baffles me, yeah. especially talking about it and really you know, putting it out there and putting it into perspective, it, it's, it, it blows my mind to think that almost everybody, I can't, you know, I don't want to blanket everybody, but almost everybody starts out behind already. Oh, yeah. In life in general. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Our education system's fucked. Yeah. It literally is. Like, I know there's European countries where, like, you literally, you go to school for free, and that's how it should be. Um not just college, high school, elementary, yeah, middle school, yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. system is fucked. Yeah, and I I think it's very it's just outdated and schools, barbaric. Yeah. Schools were made to help you get used to the factory lifestyle. Think about yeah, the bells. I've said it think before. about sitting yeah. 
that kind of stuff. I mean, how did you learn how to do your taxes or buy a house? Your mom and dad, right? Okay, well, think about those unfortunate people who their parents were never taught that. So how are they going to help teach you that? And their parents were never taught that. So then it's like a never-ending cycle of uneducation to help people get better and help help people, like, not even succeed in life, but survive. Not even just, like, meet the bare minimum, but, like, live a happy life. Because when – think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. When you don't have food, shelter – you're at the basic bottom need. You can't think of love, actualization, and get on to being a better person when you're worried about how am I going to make rent? How am I putting food on the table for my kids? It's true. Yeah. It, it is true. And, and I couldn't even imagine what my psyche would be like if I didn't have to worry about paying for health insurance or if I didn't have to worry about paying all this schooling stuff back. Like just that calmness coming out of school knowing that okay you know it's a level playing field out here everybody that's graduating with me we're all starting at zero let's see who can become more successful let's see who does things that make them happy and things like that but you have a lot of these kids that you know luckily for me I'll say it I don't care shout out my grandparents because they started a college fund for me and all my cousins right when we were born so luckily I don't have a lot of um college um loans that I have to pay back, thank goodness. So for me, talking about what I already do have, I can put myself in the shoes of people that are paying a lot more than I right. am. Yeah. So I, I, I just, I, I, um, I don't know. I, I wish and hope that one day, you know, because we're not bashing on school. It's just there's things that need it's to be system. taught. Exactly. There's things that need to be taught in school multiple years in a row that nobody gets to learn unless like you said your parents know how to do it or luckily now we do have the internet and things like that but some people don't like to learn that way and can't learn that way right right i don't know speaking of that like i actually uh like i just got like uh some online videos for like golfing okay i've never really been a a big uh internet learner so i'm a little worried about it but i've watched some of them so far and i think it is gonna help but yeah i just brought that up because you're talking about people not being good internet learners and well i mean i think it will change with time yeah for sure i mean it's going to have to change because how many schools are doing a hybrid learning class in high school right now yeah almost every single one of them i just worry most the one thing the one thing money yeah you're always going to worry about that like the one thing that i'm actually worried about for our future if things keep up with all of this um online learning and things like that kids and even younger adults the social interaction aspect of life oh yeah we've talked about a million times it it, it's 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 wild and it it blows my mind because even me i can even admit like when i wasn't doing anything for those two or three months and i didn't see anybody the first time i saw somebody in person it was weird it was awkward it's like what am i doing right now it's like i'm not supposed to be doing this it felt wrong i don't know what to do with my hands it's like what am i supposed (laughs) to do to you or say to you i know um and honestly, me personally, that's always been like a 
not like a trouble thing with me. I'm just like a shy, quiet, anxious person. So like social interaction like came over time, and then like having to not see ver- people very often definitely didn't help. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys are also thinking about the children who who learn normally. Think about your kids who have who are diagnosed with autism or Asperger's or who just have a learning disability or who have a mental weakness and yeah. they they have to go to speech twice a week. They have to go to physical therapy twice a week or stuff like that. Like their parents are not physical therapists or speech pathologists. How are they getting that? You know what I mean? Those I do. kids and when those kids fall behind, they don't fall months behind. They fall years behind. So someone who's 16 that gets physical therapy three times a week, if she she or he can't get that, they might fall back to third grade level. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. And, yeah. and that's so sad. Luckily, luckily, we're all blessed. But I, I, I can honestly say I do think about that stuff, you know, how yeah. other how other people come up, how other people live. And I, um, yeah, I, I just hope that one day everybody, the the goal I think everybody wants this. I hope is that we can get to a point one day where every person has the same opportunity or at least a normal level opportunity than the way it is now. Or but, they don't yeah. don't feel judged, which like makes me think about how Chad, what's his last name, that recently passed away. Chad, the Black Panther. Oh, Chadwick. Chadwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, Chadwick. People literally made fun of him saying that he looked like a crackhead and he was so skinny because he was going through cancer. Like, yeah. what? I was literally, like, literally right before she said that, I was literally about to say, like, if you need to, like, look somewhere for inspiration or strength, look look at my man, T'Challa. Well, that's the Black l- Panther. It's literally hysterical because my segue was going to be. Well, since we're talking about I kids, let's talk <laughs> yeah, about how dude. all these younger kids were affected. So it's funny. Our minds were all. Yeah. Dumb. But I, I see all these pictures and, you know, it's making me so sad. You have all these little kids. I've seen two now where they have all of their Avengers around. It's giving me goosebumps. All their Avengers around and they have the Black Panther laying down in the middle and they have their arms crossed like this, just crying. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's sad and like. uh Especially because, I mean, he handled it like an absolute boss, not telling anyone, still putting out all this production. Did they start filming uh, Black Panther yet? Uh, I want to say... Like two? Honestly, I don't know, because I think the original... The original movie was either supposed to come out in 2021 or 2022, Part of me wants to say no because I remember them saying that yeah. the Marvel production team on that end was taking a break on the movies and they were just doing those few and they were focusing on all those shows. Yeah, and he was so I don't know I I don't I really don't know what they're gonna do. Um, I guess in the comics I didn't realize this. He passes away anyways, oh, and then his sister becomes the Black Panther, and he's still a Black Panther in that other realm right. ruling it. So the way they could do it is if they want to keep him in there, yeah. you could just have somebody CGI. always keep the suit on, and then right. there's got to be a way to get his voice or something. But obviously, like nowadays technology, they're, they're, they'll they're going to be able to do CGI, get his face in there, and I guarantee they can still get his voice. I mean, they did it with Paul Walker. 
Yes. Um, so, and they de- they definitely have enough like uh, data to be able to program his voice into like a computer. Yeah, and, and I, I get sad. I was listening to a podcast today, and Brendan Schaub, he put it in wild perspective for me that I didn't really even think of. For the African-American community, this was like their Superman or Spider-Man. So, like, this oh, was yeah, their yeah, superhero. Yeah, yeah. So the, the fact that, you know, that movie was sensational, him making appearances in Spider-Man and the Avengers movies and him being the first main african-american pioneer superhero just to see what he was actually going through in real life and kfc even said it he's a he's a hero in my opinion well i'm gonna leave you with one thought when marvel was casting it they were like oh we kind of want to change it to a british or an american accent and chadwick fought for everyone to have an african-american accent so that people knew what it was about yeah but Awesome. I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you for letting me on the podcast, boys. I have a nail appointment, and i got to go get my nails done. <laughs> get it Thank done. you so nail much. Done, get it done, did. sis. Get it done. But, but yeah. I mean, that's it, it, it really is, like, one of my favorite uh, Marvel movies, too. I just, like, I love that movie. I, I love seeing, I oh, love yeah. seeing <laughs> him in, like, all the Avenger movies. Black Panther's always been one of my favorite characters ever since he first showed up. Did uh, he first show up in Civil War? Civil War, yeah. yeah Shit, um, I said Spider-Man. I fucked up. I meant Civil War. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. But, like, yeah, when he when he showed up in that movie, like, because I never re- really read the comics. I was like, holy shit, who's this guy? I know. Like, I, I loved his just, like, the mystery behind... Uh, the co- that costume and everything, and I I love their whole like transfer of power between like their kings and whatnot, and like the tribal system. Ah, that stuff like really interests me, and in how like even though you're uh, like born like prince or whatever, you still got to fight to keep that being Status. a Black Panther. Absolutely. Um, his character was awesome, not flashy like the part. Where the sister had all the new outfits and whatnot, he just wanted the simple, elegant, like silver necklace. Uh, I mean, and honestly, to me, like, I think he was just like perfect for that character. I agree. Like, him as a person, he seems pretty like humble and down to earth. And um, he was in some iconic movies too. Like he was he in played the- Reggie Jackson. Or was no, Floyd Little. He played Floyd Little and um what. Uh, the Express movie. He was in Marshall. He was in Mar. Oh yeah, shit. we are Marshall. Yeah, he was in that. He was in Get Up. He played um, what's his name? Bobby? Not Bobby Brown. Is it Bobby Brown? I can't. Uh, I don't know. It's anyway. He played. I don't in, know what movie you're talking. He about. played an iconic like a biopic. He did like a biopic. He did Jackie Robinson, and then he does all of these Marvel movies. And I I know. I know I'm missing yeah. out on on some other well, iconic. He played ones. Reggie Jackson though too in that baseball movie, uh, L.A. Dodgers. He was like the first actor. Jackie in. Robinson. Oh yeah. Well, there is a Reggie Jackson. There is baseball a Reggie. Player. I'm sorry. And I think there's a Reggie I'm Jackson sorry. football player. So that's why I went to the, the I'm, Syracuse. I'm movie. sorry. Yeah, he was in that, wasn't? Yeah. He? He's been wait, in a lot wait, of things. Whoa. He was did in the he, tail did, end. What was he in the the Syracuse? 
he he was he was at the tail end of the movie because the only reason I know this is he played Floyd Little. Okay. And Floyd Little was a stud for Denver, so that's okay. why. Uh, okay, okay, I was all I excited. You. But yeah, man, he's done some. The Express. Is that the Express. Okay, that's okay. it. That was a great movie. He's done some fascinating things and has had some fascinating roles. But I I I also want to talk to him at, about him as a person too, because for me. That's such an inspiration for me to yeah. for somebody that was going through what he was going through in today's day and age to decide to say, listen, we're just keeping this within the family. He's yeah. making all these movies, making money for his family and right. everybody because he knew he might not make it. R- well, part of me thinks like he wanted to keep it a secret because maybe people wouldn't hire him and he wanted to set his family up. It's exactly um, what my mom said. I didn't even think about that's that. That's fucking awesome. It's so awesome. And it's, it's crazy to think, like, the mental strength you have to have along with, like, physical strength for, like, some of those movies, like, cut weight, bulk up, all while having cancer. Like, he had to go back and forth so many times. And like I was saying before, I know in Black Panther he wasn't, like, bulky, but, I mean, he was built. I mean, he was cut very, very, looked very uh, well, well in shape. Um, uh, it, it, that's just wild it's, in my mind for someone to be able to do that all while being so sick. It's such a respectable move because he knew. I mean, come on. You know, I, you hate talking this way, but you got to live in reality. He knew in the back of his head there was a chance that he might not make it. Right. So he took it upon himself to literally make all that money to set up his family for generations on generations and then i saw right before he passed away he ended up marrying his like girlfriend or whatever so that gave her some of the money too probably a a lot of of it and it gives me goosebumps thinking and it, it just it makes me so proud to know that there's still people like that out there that literally will give it all for themselves to make sure that their families are set up right. for success. And I mean, that's just you, there's really not much better way to uh, show. I can't think of the word for integrity. Yeah, yeah, uh, like that you have as, uh, have as a person to. Uh, be able to do something like that. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. Uh, like, just that fight had to be horrible. Uh, I couldn't even him, like, imagine. He, like, there's probably so many times filming and whatnot where he was just in, like, dire pain. And, and like, you never see it. And you know, you know some of the actors and actresses had to have... And, Unless he did a hint of it. Yeah, unless he did a great job, which he could have. I mean, from the films, it seems like he didn't show it at all. But you know, some of them had to probably in the back of their head be thinking like, hmm, wonder what's what's up with Chadwick. Wonder he's like wonder why he's looking a little skinny or wonder why he's looking a little tired. Like little things like that. Yeah. And that's what like I just said before, fascinates me that they kept it all hush hush. Imagine how hard that was for him. Oh, terrible. I mean it's natural being a human being you want to tell people what's going on and i mean <laughs> i don't think i'd be able to do it honestly no. um and that's one reason why i respect him so much more i just thought of this as we were speaking about it 
imagine like I have wow I have so much more respect for him thinking that he didn't want to tell anybody because he wanted people and relationships he wanted those people to love him for him yeah not this sympathy and whatnot and a lot of people that's the first thing they want is people to feel bad for him and I mean to Handle the way he did is just that. It is amazing. It's astonishing. And I applaud him. He will be missed. Over and over again. Uh, just solid, dude. He put a giant stamp on this generation, and he put a giant yeah. stamp on just, you know, everything going forward, man. I remember, like, the, the that morning or whatever when I found out about it, uh, morning afternoon whatever time it would be just doing like my normal scroll through social media and i see this article pop up uh black panther actor dies at the age of what 43 somewhere 42 43 somewhere after battling colon cancer for four years i like my jaw literally just dropped i was i couldn't believe i was like this dude really like battle through this making movies and like i didn't believe it i really thought it was like one of those satire websites well i caught it i was up at i think it was the day of the scramble i want to say maybe it was it the, been, the night or, of the scramble or, it might have been and i was up getting ready to go to bed it was like 12 12 30 laying in bed and it was one of those things where i woke up couldn't fall back so i started scrolling and i saw it yeah. and i instantly jumped up and like Ran and told JT and whoever else was in the yeah. kitchen. I couldn't believe it. Well, when uh, you text, I remember. I, I I'm gonna see what day it was. You texted me, telling me you said, "Dude, Black Panther died," and like literally, I'm telling you, five minutes before that is when I read the article. I want to say I probably texted you Saturday morning, so you probably read it Saturday morning, and I texted you shortly after because I, I I'm still blown away. And oh, I, I know. I, uh, yeah, I can't. I might. I think I might have passed it up. Right. I was. I just wanted to see for like yeah. what day it was. Um. But yeah, it, there's it, just not any words to describe. There's really not how great of a guy he is, uh, for doing that. Um, and I, I just, I just want to say, and then we can switch topic. We'll let you say whatever you want to say. I just want to say, you know, for him, everything, I'm not going to repeat what I said, but the stamp that he put on a generation of younger children and even adults for how how he was the iconic African-American superhero, like the first main one to come out, and how he... Friday was, morning, I'm sorry. That's all right how he was loved by everybody and how I just think it's a perfect example to show that you never know what's going on in somebody's life. So when you see that person, whether they look good, bad, make sure you, you always give every interaction and conversation your best with people because you never really ever know what they're going through so that Absolutely. gives you, gives you no right to judge and you just everybody needs to be a little little more loving and a little more compassionate. We're we're so in this 
we're so in this go 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 perfection way of living for some reason and it, and in all reality i'm sorry to burst your guys's bu- bubble but there's not a perfect soul that lives on this world oh no so no need to judge people and i just i'll leave it at that with old chadwick and you can <laughs> go ahead and say whatever you want to say and then we can talk about the scramble and wrap her up yeah um yeah like you said you will uh <clears throat> I mean, literally serve as an inspiration. Uh, probably for generations to come, you're going to be a, a hero in many communities. Um, honestly, to me, I mean, you're going to be an inspiration to me personally. Um, and like you said, I mean, that's a good point to bring up. You really never know what someone's going through mentally, physically, whatever it may be. Um So, yeah, I mean, always put forth your best self, um, have other people's best interests at heart. Um, You never know when they need it most. And, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, whether they're they're asking for it or not, I mean, because obviously he wasn't and he could have used, I mean, everyone's support for years and never asked for it. And that's just truly astonishing um it's fascinating but uh yeah and i'm i didn't mean to interrupt you i just no, <laughs> I, you're was, good. I, I was looking for that text and uh, i it was friday morning you texted me at like ten twenty three. okay so it was third it was the night before yeah. the scramble when yeah. i was up gotcha and dude i couldn't believe it but yeah i i mean i could sit here and say i couldn't i can't believe it over and over again if i, if I like beating a dead horse at this point uh well here's great this. guy if somebody wants a fascinating life speech to kind of put things in perspective and to hopefully give you a positive mindset, I've watched Avengers Endgame so many times. Yeah. Last night, me and JT were watching it. And with everything that's gone on, Chadwick passes away. We just had the scramble, so it brings up all the memories of Tyler. And then I think of my aunts and just everybody that's passed yeah. away yeah. lately. Yeah, yeah, Captain America probably within the first 25, 30 minutes, has a speech where he's talking in the AA meeting. Yeah, and yeah, it's when yeah, yeah. Russo's in there and he's talking about um, going on dates and things like that. It's that scene. I can't remember what Captain America says, but if, if you need something to put it in perspective about always trying to look forward and look at the positives about things, I would just encourage people to go just watch that scene because he he kind of puts it in a way as you know everybody can live in this sorrow and everybody can live in this um I don't I don't want to call it a poor me state but you know just a sad state yeah. when things happen in their life but eventually there has to be somebody and there has to be people you just got to move on and, right. and, and it sucks and you know, I get goosebumps. Every time I watch that movie, it, it hits different for me. That was a week after Jacko passed away. And that was things that, you know, that was one of the things that we talked about how it was going to end. So every time I watch that movie, there are a couple scenes that happen and a couple scenes that um, just fight scenes, talking scenes where I do get upset. And it'll be like that forever. Yeah. But that specific scene for the first time jumped out to me and, and how it made me realize that you can 
you can always remember what happened and you can always appreciate what happened, but the only way to move on is just to move on. Really? I know. I know. And leave leave it up to Cap. Leave to, it up to, to Cap. To give the the speeches, man. I mean, <laughs> he's the man. Um but yeah, I mean like he, like you said, it I know it's a lot easier said than done. It you never just want to wallow in your sorrows because it does nothing but prolong it. I you just got to literally just mo- move on. Yeah, and and it sounds so simple. It does and, but and all it does too is it makes people just unconsciously worry about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like let's yeah, say you yeah, yeah. let's say you were going through some shit and like even if I'm doing my normal day and I'm talking to you normally, I know in the back of my head that you're hurting. So yeah, me as yeah. your friend and your family member, I hurt because yeah. I know that there's nothing that I can do to help you. So I like you just said, I know it sounds so easy, but sometimes the only way to move past things and to get to that positive mindset and make positive changes in your life, um, a group's life, whoever it may be, is to just you just gotta move on and and hope for the best in the future. Yeah, really, you you ju- you gotta accept what happened, accept you can't control it, and literally just. And until you do those two things, just like literally accept you are not in control and accept that what's done is done. You can't truly move on until you do those things. I mean, and really, I mean, from there on, you just got to roll with the punches. I mean, I don't say this lightly, but like it's life. And it, it like it's, it, I, yeah, I mean, it's it hard, is. but like. Really, I mean, acceptance is a key thing to being happy. Amen. Uh, yeah, you put that, you literally put that so perfectly. And I, I know you always say this, and I'll say this too. If there's anybody ever that's out there, anybody, I don't care if I've never talked to you before, if we talked a couple times, if I don't even know you, if you ever need somebody to talk to, about anything i'm I'm always here you can always dm me because everything that we've talked about today I, I i just feel like the common theme of everything yeah in a whole is you never really know what people are going through yeah and you never know what life events that has happened that has scarred them like even if it's you know, the whole sex trafficking thing to the money thing to the schooling thing to friends passing thing. You never know what people deal with upstairs. So you you don't have the right to just be an asshole to people. And it sounds so simple, but it's it's not for some reason. No, I don't give a fuck who you are. Everyone's got shit going on. So and everyone needs people to lean on i don't i don't care who you are <clears throat> literally everyone um but yeah uh had a good weekend yeah how did, how did you guys have fun golfing absolutely um and honestly i was saying like uh i've been really into golf lately this year i started off playing the best i had in my life the past month 
I uh, really have gone downhill in my game, and I couldn't figure out why. And oh, I that was the third time actually. I went like this past week, and uh, like I played very bad the other two times. The whole time I was like, I just want to play good on Friday. I just want to play good on Friday. And luckily, I did play pretty good on Friday. <laughs> good. So yeah, I'm I'm really happy. Turned around for that. It kind of sucks. We got absolutely monsooned on. That was wild. I know. Um, I mean, we had four holes left, and but it still w- was a blast. It's crazy. Like just putting my clubs in my car. Like if I hadn't like put my clothes in the wash and dryer already, they'd still be wet. I swear. It was not. It like you know. There's that expression. It's like. I look like I just jumped in a pool. Well, I literally looked like I just jumped in a pool fully clothed. Dude, when you when you and walk, sat in there for about ten minutes. When you <laughs> walked up on the on the balcony or whatever, yeah. it literally looked like you soaked yourself for at least two hours. <laughs> I know, like my it's like my hands were pruned just from fucking being in the rain for like two minutes. It was nuts, dude. And like the whole time it's like we knew it was coming. It's just they held it off as long as they could. Well, it, it was it was such a trick because those first couple holes for everybody, fucking gorgeous outside. Oh, I know. It was amazing. Sun, blue skies, and it really was the, yeah. the saying, the calm before the storm. Yeah. Well, n- no one thought we'd get as far as we did. So, I mean, at least, I mean, we still got a lot in. And it, it, it's just nice seeing people you haven't seen in a long time. I wish I could have, like seen people longer and like hung out more um but it happens uh overall it was a good event i was gonna i was gonna say that too it it, you know it was really nice seeing people that i haven't seen in a while um i know the circumstances aren't great of why everybody was together and i know with what's going on right now it doesn't help i i wish myself i could have spent a lot more time with with some people and even caught up with some people i haven't talked to but obviously, I just and we all agree here. We just want to appreciate everybody for coming out um, and golfing. It it was a nice, nice little getaway for people, especially myself. Man, it was yeah fun. Alex, RJ, thanks for coming up. Sith, Hank, thanks for coming. Marcus, I saw Marcus. Thanks, you know, like all those people that I haven't seen in a while. It was very, very nice to see everybody. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, I really enjoyed. Uh being able to go golf a few times this week with uh basically lifelong buddy um i know we did, i mean we didn't really start hanging out till like eighth grade but it's still i still treat it like that for uh, sure yeah it was nice having people in town all week that I don't get to see very often um and i mean i can't wait for next year i will definitely be back um Hopefully we get a little better weather, but I don't. If it's pouring down rain, I'll be there again. Whatever. And what was what was wild before we send it out? It it just it was so funny to me to think that the hurricane's name was Laura. I know. I know. That's like hilarious. out of out of all the names, you pick his sister's name. I know to be the hurricane that's going to come and and rain. And just to talk about the rain real quick. I've been in a lot of torrential downpours in my life. I've seen a lot of rain. Yeah. I have never seen 
blankets of rain falling down like that. I know. There was, was nothing. Insane, there dude. was nothing in between the rain droplets. It was literally just sheets of rain. I know. It it's was like crazy. It's like solid sheets of water coming down. And like uh, when I was leaving, I, I had to have my, bu- my buddy pull my truck down to like the front of the pond room because I'm, there's no way I was running back to my truck. Um, and I wasn't expecting it. Like that little turnaround area uh, down like Crispin golf course in front of the pine room. I try, I started to go running through that. I'm telling you, there was like six inches of water oh, sitting yeah. on top of the asphalt. I started running and it's just splash, splash. I'm like, Oh fuck. Like nothing I can do about it now. Right. I mean, Oh man, it was wild. Um, but what are you going to do? What I mean, that's do? mother nature. Um, I do want to end with like a happy note here. Give it to me. Uh, today, our boys at Ronin announced the new truck giveaway. No way. It's out, and I will be back in. I will be in this contest until I win it. What color? It's white. Fuck. I will be in this contest until I win it. So my boys at Ronin and whatever sweet sweepstakes company you use, you might as well just pay, or they could just milk me for my money, whatever. <laughs> but I will, I will be in it. Uh, and like this, I'm going to bring up a picture of this truck before we uh, yeah, I go see out. It. It, 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 I mean, they're doing it. Do they always do them this close to each other? Oh yeah, they literally just. I mean, this is only the fourth one they've done, but every one so far, it's like literally. They have like their whatever, however many months of people buying stuff to get entered. They give the truck away, start it right back over. Got so it. they must be working on new trucks like constantly. Um, but this one's sweet. It's a, it's a 2017 Ford. I, I, Ford Raptor is the theme. Okay. Uh, it's a 2017 Ford Raptor, uh, wide body. It's supposedly it's like the biggest one they've done yet. It sits on 40 inch tires. Jesus. Um, because if, if if I'm not mistaken, you can see the, it was one of those things where it used to be six blocks. So you could see the whole truck, but you can see it oh, there. Oh yeah, it's sweet. It's still got like the the circle light circle lights, like light bar up top. Uh, I really like the color of the rims. They're almost like a burn orange tan. Um, I love what wide body too the last one was not a wide body i don't think i didn't realize i'm, I'm a big wide body fan yeah of the i mean it, it's it's just i can't wait to get more running gear because i really they are some of my favorite clothes now and i and honestly i i, I would have already ordered more the only reason i haven't ordered more yet is because i was waiting for the new giveaway to start so Look out in the next coming months. There'll be another giveaway announcement. Cannot wait. I know. Cannot wait. But I, you know, I know we taught we touched on a lot of things today. Um, a lot of things that I didn't realize we were going to talk about. But <laughs> it, but it's nice yeah, to talk yeah, yeah. about. Want to thank Dev for coming on. It's always nice shooting the shit with her, Miss Fiery. I think's what you called her, Fiery Dev. Uh, I think. Yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to say. Also, thank you for everybody for coming to the scramble. It seems like it was a success again. Looking forward to next year. Um, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Juice Nixon underscore. Big shout out to Hank and Seth for coming down and uh, Alex and RJ for coming up. And make sure you guys are tuning in every Tuesday to watch Hank race on the Flat Out Live Network on YouTube under the GSIM Racing League. 
his um, race team's called Country Roads Motorsports, so just make sure to check that out. Support one of our guys. He just got a new wheel, new pedals, and oh yeah, he's been telling me he's been practicing, but he said it is a lot different. Well, you did. Uh, I was actually very shocked when he said he's like ranked thirteenth out of however many thousand people. That's awesome. It, it's Good real awesome, and yeah. Pete, and and you know, people need to support it, man. That that's that's just a that's just a future thing that's going to become normalized. Whether they still do real racing, they always will. But this i racing stuff's here to stay. Yeah. Um, and I just want to let you guys know the juice box. We will be taking a two week break. Um, I'm going on vacation. You know, we we've just been trying to crank out as much content and podcast as we can czar's redoing a house tig's going on vacation um you know we all just deserve a break so that that's why that's why you'll see us the next episode will be dropped on uh looks like september 20th so make sure to catch up on all of the juice box episodes all of the tobacco pipe episodes and all of the midnight game episodes once we come back it will be episode 50 for the juice box and I just told John this before we started recording, and I will tell the boys we are cranking it the fuck up another oh, yeah. notch. It's it, it, it's go time. We've realized. Well, I've realized this, and I know everybody else has. We're learning so much yeah. in doing this, and it, and how we've improved so much, and getting even compliments at the scramble of people that said. You know, they can't believe how we've improved from the first couple episodes to the latest ones. We're we're just we're just gonna keep coming and literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, if you can, make sure to follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple, and just, you know, tell a friend if if you like us, just help us out. You guys are the reason why we are still here. Of course, we do this for fun, and it will always be fun. But the fact that we're getting all these new listeners, it just kind of cranks it up a new notch in excitement. Absolutely, so, Johnny, take us out, babe. Well, uh, yeah, you gotta, and also like you're saying, it's episode uh, fifty. When you come back, gotta have like a big special for five zero, like it's over the hill, whatever. Uh, just gonna say that and just r- ride that wave off of that. Uh, so <laughs> I had to say, it. Um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna say first, uh, Devin, thank you for coming on. Uh, I know you love to talk, so good times. Uh, you can find uh, her. She only has Instagram. Uh, it is do the dev thing. That is D-O underscore D-A underscore D-E-V underscore T-H-A-N-G. Um, and also, uh, you can use her for any hair product needs you you would ever have. Uh, Monet is a great uh, company. I use them myself, and I will continue to. Wonderful, wonderful things that it has done to my hair. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Father Dupes, as always, um, and Twitch JD Deplaga. I've been getting on there a little more, so I need your support. I need it. I love you. Goodbye.